Welcome to the OC Bombers Podcast. And now, here's Neil. Hello, everybody. Welcome, Scotty. How are you? Excellent and exceptional. How are you doing, sir? Fantastic. This is episode number nine. Number nine. Oh, number, number nine. nine. Number nine. Number nine. What would you like to call in the business the uh, Josh episode? Josh, who's that? Number nine on the Bombers. The one, one, one of the um, he was the Marv Levy of coaches. Remember, <laughs> champion could, could always get us to the championship game, but never the trophy. Exactly. So um, now that's your number one son, right? That is my oldest son. Yes. Would now, you, would, 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 is number one, like if I take number one son, what, what would that? What would Charlie Chan? <laughs> exactly. <You're> right. <laughs> FYI, he's been dying to use that gong for, for nine episodes. He finally worked it in. <laughs> Thank jo- you, Josh. And Josh listens. <laughs> no, he doesn't. Oh, good. I, right. that, 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 that's a good. That's a good. Re- uh, we could just recap from last week. That's a good thing. My first of all, my family's starting to listen, so I got to start like uh, behave. Be careful what I say. Um, Linda posted on on, on on Facebook. We had uh, Jakey uh, posted and uh, talked to him about it. So. it's it's all good. Fans all over the country. All over the country. It's a groundswell. It's, I told. I said it last week. I said it last week. So what about? What, speaking, what, well, speaking of which, we have 174 listens now. I was just going to ask you that question, Scotty. I mean, <laughs> last, last week was the best week ever really? for listens for the OCB podcast. So keep it up, listeners. Keep the feedback coming. That is cash money right there. <laughs> Yeah, so um, let's just do a recap from last week. Um, I know last week we talked about the um, concerts, and um, I just had to set something straight. I, I, I was listening in the car with Lisa, and I didn't realize, you know, I, I didn't, I said something that I probably shouldn't have said after. Uh, said we talked. You asked me the question about Bruce, Bruce Springsteen, um, Jimmy, Buffett. Jimmy Buffett, and Garth Brooks. Yes, and you put them in the same bucket, and I. Would put him in the same bucket for what you kind of what what you led, led me on led, in the context of the conversation, but Bruce, the, 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 those two can't even shine Bruce's shoes. So I just want to just say that clear, and I don't want I to. I thought say, you I, made that clear last week. Did I? Yeah, I don't think I did. Did I? I think you did. We should go back and okay. At least I understood where you were coming from. I don't think it was clear to Lisa, and she uh, kind of maybe she, you know, what? this could be an indication of my marriage. Maybe she doesn't listen to me. I think that's a very good indication, and Neil, yeah, nobody listens to you. Okay, very good. Not oh. even not even your uh, children listen to this, you for this, this podcast. This is a good point. So anyway, speaking of concerts, I, I did happen to go to a concert this weekend. Was it OCBC? No, it wasn't OCBC, but I'm, but I'm going to get to OCBC. That could be the punchline of the story. Okay. Um, little tease. Um, so anyway, I uh, went to go see um, Ian Ball and um, Ben Gibbard from, from, from um, Gomez. They who? Were, Wait. Doesn't who, matter. Who and what? Gomez. Go <laughs> I'm just being the listeners right now. <laughs> Gomez Adams from the Adams. No, family. no. Gomez is a band out of England. They've been together for about 25 years or so. Um, anyway, they, these guys are going on a solo tour. Acoustic in a very small venue did new material for the new album. A lot of old materials, some individuals. So a, a fan like myself that knew, knew, knows their whole catalog. It was unbelievable. Such a laid back atmosphere was great and i got to meet ben let, let me guess it was the best show no but ever. It, but it was perfect though it was just a great scene that there was everybody so wait the, this small venue uh jam and java i was gonna say was it your basement no it wasn't okay. although if, if ben and ian if you're listening if you want to come play the basement you could be that you could be our first musical guest on, on our podcast on the podcast because you've already had a musical guest in your basement this is true OC, ocbc 
Split tempo. Anyway, getting back to this, the, the gig. In the bathroom at Jam and Java. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Do I want to know this? Yes, you do. <laughs> okay. There were stickers all over it, like kind of, like, you know, bands, venues. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen that before. You places. need to get OCBC stickers and plant them all, all, over the, all, all over the world. It's in the works. All right. Just give, give me a stack. I'll do it. And, oh, I would love that. <laughs> more gigs, more money, right? There we go. So, so um, yeah, that was my that was my weekend. It was a nice weekend. We had St. Patrick's Day on Sunday. Oh yeah, St. Patrick's. We had Day. Went, to, went to a nice a nice uh, get together at a friend's house. One of the basketball buddies was, had some nice corned beef and cabbage. It was oh, what a spread. The guy, the guy, uh, the guy, the guy's a good cook. He he was talking up his his like uh, culinary skills like some other friends we have. And he, it came through. He was really Now, good. were there potatoes then? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, laddie. Our potatoes were Utz potato chips. If that, does that count? Sure, why does. not? A potato is a potato. And then Kelly and I made uh, Guinness hamburger sliders. So there was Guinness in the meat. There was Guinness in the there was a, there was caramelized a, onions. Oh, so we nice. had Guinness uh, in that. And... My uh, little baby sister and family came up, spent the night with us. Uh-huh. They're on a plane right now headed to Gay Paris en France. Very nice. So, yeah. What's so the, we just, just, a, just, just justification? Yeah. Wow, good for them. And now that you mention it, I should have had some OCBC stickers for them to That's put the, on the Eiffel Tower. Exactly. Let, you know, oh. at a minimum, they should be listening to the podcast in France. I, I mean, I, I well, mean uh, we, a, have some, we have some licensing issues to work out, but we'll, we'll deal with those details. That's a long <laughs> flight. That's a long time to listen to all of our podcasts. Good point. Good point. And speaking of OCBC. What were we speaking of them? <laughs> Yes. Oh, yeah. Well, I was. I always do. I always think of them. Uh, this week's topic is going to be the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Yes. So OCBC released our first single last October, which you can hear the beginnings of at the beginning and end of the, each podcast. That, that is correct. The song Rocket Heart, available on Bandcamp. In, in the year 2043, we will eligible. be eligible for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Once again. It's about the about the groundswell. It's all it's all about the slow burn. Are you so, upset? Okay. So that that is that the transition into it's it's a record hall of fame. It was it was clunky, <laughs> but I was trying. We got there. We're gonna now talk about the record hall of fame. Rock and roll hall of fame. <laughs> which what? by the way, which okay, go ahead. Is gonna be their inductees. Is this Friday or this Saturday? I believe. Yeah, this weekend. This weekend. This weekend, and it's been around. Uh, it officially opened in 1986. Good year. Graduated from high school then. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, did you have an issue that there is even a Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? Like, Rock and Roll, that's too establishment to have a Hall of Fame. Well, so let's, let's go back to 1986. I was, I was only 25 years old. So, so I was still a youngin', so I could have had that kind of attitude. But I don't remember having that attitude back then. I thought it was okay. Well, I didn't have Facebook back then, so but, I didn't know Rock and Roll Hall of Fame existed. But the, th- the, the, the thing, but to that point, here, here, here's like those, the original inductees, which I think you have that there. Like when you, to honor those guys, which, you know, it was like, okay, this makes sense. And so, we're going to talk about some, we'll talk about some other things that don't make any sense. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, go ahead. The, the original inductee class was Chuck Berry, James Brown, Ray Charles, Sam Cooke, Fats Domino. I found my freedom on Blueberry Hill. Happy days. Of course. Richie Cunningham, uh, the Everly Brothers, Buddy Holly, my favorite. Sure. Love Buddy Holly and the Crickets. 
Jerry Lee Lewis, the killer. Right. Little Richard, who according to him, he invented rock and roll. Right. <laughs> and then Elvis, the pelvis Presley. Of course, he's got to be there. And I think what you see in all of them are the roots of rock and roll. You Absolutely. Got, you got the R&B, right. you got the country, you got the swing, right. so, you got so, all that stuff coming together. So when that when that happened, that was like when the, the, that original class, those guys, yeah, this was something felt very natural. They should be, those guys should have been honored. Because their honored. influence Absolutely. was felt throughout and still oh, Chuck today. And we're going to get into some of these people maybe that are in there that you're like, what the heck? Why are they in there? Do I have to watch my language? Uh, well, we do, we do have a beep button, Neil, so we might use that. So right off the top of the bat, I'm going to say, why in the is Bon Jovi in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? I couldn't agree more. Hair band from the late 80s or whatever. They had some big hits. But, uh, but, to, but, but why are they in there? You're going to go to the criteria, aren't you? Let's go to the criteria. Right. Now, just, just, just a full disclosure, Scott said this to be only early in the week, and we both so we, I'm sitting, we're both looking at this, I looked at this sheet of paper today, so that's how the research I did, but, the, but go and ahead. And that's, that's much more research than you ever do before a podcast, so I'm, or I'm life. happy, I'm happy. <laughs> or life, as John Quick would like to say, um, who's, who, who shoots from the hip better than I do? All right, to be eligible. Hope you're listening, John Quick. <laughs> Your first commercial recording, uh, you become eligible after 25 years after your first commercial right. recording. Right. Then there's these categories. Mm -hmm. Performers. You can be a, in a band or you can oh, be solo. solo. Uh -huh. So there are some double inductees. Mm -hmm. uh, the Ahmet Ergetagun Award. Right. So which is for songwriters, producers, disc jockeys. Do you know, do you know who he was? Other industry professionals who have had a major influence on rock and roll. You know who he is. Who is he? Oh, he was one of the founders of... Um, well, first of all, more importantly than who he is, who played him in the movie Ray? I don't know. Who? Booger. <laughs> Booger from Revenge of the Nerds. Of course, yes. <laughs> Booger Dudley Dawson. That, that's the character's name. Oh, that's the character's name. <laughs> what is the actor's name? What, oh, Curtis Armstrong. Curtis Armstrong. Right. Better Off Dead. Right. And Moonlighting. Moonlighting. I, yeah. know from Moonlighting. I, I actually know from Moonlighting fame. Anyway, but Emmett was a... Um, started really kind of um, Stax Records and from Atlantic Records. And then uh, was a subsidiary. Good R&B stuff. He brought, he brought all... He brought Ray Charles, Aretha Franklin, Otis Redding. All of that sound was his. That big... Um, and... Book of TDMGs. Then he made his. Then he brought Led Zeppelin on board and made Atlantic the rock. The, Switched the over rock. to the hard rock. It was he. He was he was a man. And then if you look at if you look at the uh, according to the movie Ray, he was in the studio kind of uh, rocking and rolling with him and kind of helping out with the production. So he's a good man, good guy. So this is the category that Casey Kasem can get into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Get is keep, that what I'm saying? Keep keep you know reach for the stars, but keep no how's that. Keep your feet on, on the, the ground. ground and keep reaching for the stars. <laughs> now, my family loves on, on trips yes. when we I would have my iPod playing or right. a CD. Right. When a song would get down and end, at the very end, I'd say, that was <laughs> I Can't Go For That by Daryl Hall and John Oates. And they stop it. Stop it, Dad. Oh, that's great. Have you ever heard the uh, Casey Kasem um, when he goes off like on a tangent, like a curse? Oh, about like, a dog dying? Oh, God. And the, I'm coming out of this lead to that you lead. Me, you want me to talk about a dog dying? It was like a... But it wasn't. It's ponderous. It's ponderous. <laughs> 
ponderous, man. <laughs> yes, I love that. Google that, everyone. Yes. Uh, and also one more Casey Kasem fun fact. Who did he play in what cartoon? He played Shaggy on Scooby-Doo. All right, everybody knows that. And I think he was Robin on uh, Super Friends as well. I did not know that. <laughs> All right, other other categories to get into the Hall of Rock and Roll Hall of Fame: early influences, so artists that predate the birth of rock and roll. Okay. Uh, rock like and people ro- that put, like we don't like it would be a let's say Ledbetter or something like that. We could look up. I would say Glenn Miller should get in. Glenn Miller. I'm going to look. I'm, I'm going to look, look at that list right now. Okay, c- continue. Oh, thank you. May I? Yes. <laughs> Rock and Roll Hall of Fame Award for Musical Excellence. Bill Monroe, by the way. Yes. Uh, so once again, performers, songwriters, producers change the course of history. Whatever. That sounds like a BS category. But there's this new one. Started yeah. last year, Neil. The Singles. Basically, if you have a one-hit wonder, you can get in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. These songs have had an immense cultural impact mm-hmm. and merit a place in history. So the inaugural class. Right. Most of them I don't know, but the ones our listeners might know, Louie Louie. Wait a second. You don't know most the of these? I'm just trying to edit as we go. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what, do you live under a rock? Link Gray Rumble? That is a great song. Nobody knows that. What? <laughs> I have no idea what that is. But oh. everybody knows Louie Louie. Okay. And Chubby Checker, the, the Twist. Same birthday as me, December 3rd, by the way. Same year? No, no, he's a little older than he's I am. He's much older. He has a great toupee. Sure. I wish I had one. <laughs> Let's get chubby checker toupees and wear them for the next podcast. I Producer, mean, write that down. That's a done deal. We need to do that. I agree. Steppenwolf, Born to be Wild. Uh-huh. Okay. But I, I don't like this because you have one song and you're in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I get one hit wonders. They're fun. And great, but right, have, have, do they really have that lasting? I got a question. Mickey, Mickey, like, oh, Mickey, you're so fun. Should, should that be the whole thing? No, it's a fun <laughs> song, but no, come on. How about the Macarena? <laughs> See, that's what this is opening the door for. How about Achy Breaky Heart? Why not? No! <laughs> I'm sorry, I got a little uh, upset. I got a little upset with Achy Breaky Heart. I, I, I have nothing against um, whoever wrote that or sung it. Billy Ray Cyrus. Thank you very much. I knew that. Okay, uh, but uh, no, also, but um, a, way, a wider shade of pale. By uh, yeah, I mean Purple that's Era. that's a fine song, but really, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame for one song. Just a single is not the band. Remember, it's a single. It's a song itself. That's the important aspect of this this award. Well, this could be thousands and thousands of songs long. Yes, it could be. I don't like that. Okay, because it should be special. All right, all right. And you're, by the Scotty, way, Scotty, you're Scotty. You're special. Oh, no, you are. <laughs> okay. Thank you. By the way. Yeah. What? No, you're going to you, you're oh. going to go to something else. <laughs> I was going to say, okay, we, we need to take our bathroom break okay. right now, refill our drinks. We're going to come back and we're going to look at the class of 2019, the inductees for this year's Rock and Roll. <laughs> oh, oh <a> little preview <laughs> there. And before we go, I just want to say it took way too long for Daryl Hall and John Oates to get in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. We'll be back after this. We'll be right back. Thank you. Yeah, look at these uh, metal ones. Those guys, they're rock and roll more than any of the other guys, in my opinion. More so than some people today. That is just important. And we're back. Welcome back to the OCB podcast. We're talking about 
The I, Rock and Roll I, Hall I, of Fame. I, I like that intro, by the way. That was nice. Did you like that? It was really it was good. <laughs> I'm using my big boss DJ voice. I see that. Woohoo! My, my Z104 voice. Did you, you got inspired by the Casey Casey reference earlier? I did, and now I'm uh, channeling Kimasabi Joe. Okay. <laughs> Whatever works. Scott, as I would like to say, as you like to say to me, be you. You be you. Okay. You be the best you you can I, be. I will be. Go. Have Go you on. ever been to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame out in Cleveland? I have Ohio? not. I have not. But 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 just to just to tie, tie it into to the last episode. I, when I do go, I want to go by myself. <laughs> <laughs> of course you do. Why wouldn't you go by yourself? It's in a great part of town. Oh, wait. There is no great part of Cleveland. Cleveland yeah. I was there once, uh, business trip overnight. So flew in the day before, went there for a few hours. It was interesting. I remember the best thing about it, though, was the record store, the CD section. They had everything. Oh, cool. There. It was amazing. But now you can do that on um, uh, yeah. Online, on Amazon. iTunes, Amazon, Spotify, um, Google Play, Google Play, the OCB right. Play <laughs> app. Yes, that one there. All right, we're going to talk about the 2019 inductees into the Hall of Fame. Okay. You know who's not in there? Who's that? Who just passed away? Dick Dale, the surf rocker. He should be. He should be in there. He, he really should be. I agree. He'll be. He uh, still influences. And I love the surf rock guitar sound. Mm -hmm. Great. No, but, uh, but, but do, do you want me to go to who I think is the biggest, um, or you want to talk about the inductees first? No, please, you go. <laughs> the role the role of Randy tonight will be played by Neil, because it's all about me. <laughs> um, no, yeah, Warren Zevon. How that man is not in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame is beyond. Who's Warren Zevon? One of the uh, greatest influences of Los Angeles. He was, I mean, he was Wait, behind no, the no, Eagles, Neil, Neil. Jackson Brown, Neil Neil, Linda Ronstadt. That was Warren Zevon. He, it was, he was the influence on all those people. Okay, so when I said stop, you yeah. didn't hear that. Oh, I was just, I was just trying to lay the groundwork for people out there who may not be aware of Warren Zevon. Uh -huh. Well, they're stupid. How, well. <laughs> Now, how they would have heard of him was Werewolves of London. That is that's that was his big hit. That's so a, most people, so you're in to give people the knowledge oh. and bring them along with you. Oh, you're Start right. with Werewolves of London. Okay, can I just say one Instead thing? Instead of up on your high horse, can I just, say, just being him. Can I just say one thing before, before that? Get off my lawn! Uh, All right, no, so yeah, Warren Zevon. I, I think I, I just gave you the, the reason, but you weren't listening because I, I was being rude before that. I'll try to work on my etiquette, my, my podcast etiquette a little better than that. And, Why? Um, and, and talk down to my audience. <laughs> yes, it's all about talking down. Remember, J is for judgment. Okay. All right, here we go. And really, when you're talking, I usually zone out anyway, so <laughs> exactly. that's okay. But, but to that point, before, before I get to, we get to the 2019 inductees, Yes, there have been two 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 um things that, that they have fixed over the last couple of years. ELO finally got in last year. Yeah, okay, whatever. Very big influence, and all, and also the Moody Blues. Oh wow, really? They're in okay. the Moody Blues. Really? Well, I mean that they were a big influencer back in in the in the sixties and and, and unique their own sound. Okay, well, but not on me. They weren't an influencer on me. Okay. Oh, and once again, Randy, it's all about you. So okay, yes. All right. <laughs> 2019 onward, onward inductees. Are, yes. are we going to do this now? There's no there's no quiz today, is there? No. Damn it. Here it is. <laughs> the band. Can I play with the buzzer if there's either way? No. Oh. <laughs> the band, The Cure. The Cure. From I would say the early 80s. Yeah, sure. On. Who's the lead singer? Jim. 
Uh, Robert Smith. Very good. I know this because my little sister, Jill, uh-huh. she was big into uh, punk and new wave and things like that. Right. And I really wasn't. So she would always have posters on her wall. Uh-huh. And I would. Well, come... your parents were about, about it. Robert Smith's a scary looking guy. Kind of. Yes. Um, e- not, what's that emo? But. Um... Yeah. Kind of emo goth. Garth. Gar- Gar- yeah, Gar- yeah. Not Garth. Goth. Goth. Yes. Um, <laughs> kind of a mix of that. Uh-huh. But when I looked at the inductees for The Cure, yeah. I thought it's just him. Because he's basically the group. Right. There's like 12 other guys oh, did not band in there. Did not know that. But here's the thing I would say about The Cure. I, I, I give them a thumbs up. For their time in rock and roll, they really did influence and they really did kind of were set in the pace. In college, one of my friends went to a Cure concert in D.C. somewhere. And he said, I was the only person wearing alligator polo shirt, uh-huh. <laughs> my dockers with no socks, uh-huh. and bright yellow shorts, uh-huh. tennis shorts. Everyone else was in black. Yeah. They all looked pale and pasty. So that's kind of the crowd. Hits from The Cure, Boys Don't Cry, Just Like Heaven. I can play both of those on my bass. <laughs> and It's Friday, I'm in Love. I love that song. Okay, so two thumbs up from us. For the cure, correct? Yeah, we agree. Moving on. Def Leppard. Uh, I like Def Leppard. I know you do. I know you do. I, 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 I hate them. They have that big, bombastic arena rock sound. Right. They have a drummer who only has one friggin' arm. I, no, he, I, what's his name? Tommy? Tommy Two-Tone. That's not his name. No, that's not it. What's his name? I don't know. Oh, I thought you would know that. <laughs> but I remember the first time I heard a Def Leppard song was on the bus when I still rode the bus mm-hmm. and the big top 40 sure, sure. station played Photograph. And I was like, oh, that's pretty uh-huh. cool. I like that because I was more poppy right. uh, going on then. But they were good. And then I saw the video for Foolin'. Great song. The, the biggest, best song is Pour Some Sugar On Me. Sure, that's, the one, that I, that's, the, the, that's the one I know. So I I like them and and, I, and, and, and also the uh, the Mavericks have done a cover of a, of a Def Leppard song. Which one? Oh, that, oh that, maybe I'm wrong then. Um, never mind. Well, what were you oh, thinking? Maybe it was then? a Motley Motley um, Motley Crue, Doctor Feelgood. Doctor Feelgood. I apologize. All right, not anyway, Def Leppard. That shows you how much you know, I know about Def Leppard. But I don't know anything about it. But here's what I'll say about Def Leppard. I would say the same say, the same thing. I don't like their music. But I would say they were influencer big time with the hair bands. They set that whole thing off, so I'll give them. I'll give them the do. Producer that worked with them. Um, I will know this when I hear it. I think Mutt Lang did not know that. Too. Who was married? To, <laughs> who was married to Shania Twain? I did for know a while that and produced her first few. I did. Albums. I did know that. And if you listen to some of her, what's her, the guy's her, name? Mutt Mutt Lang. If you listen to a couple of Shania's big hits... What was his mother thinking? <laughs> well, that tells you where he came from, doesn't it? But if you listen to a couple of Shania's big hits... Yeah, yeah. And you think Def Leppard, it has that same kind of big sure. beat. yes, yes, yes. And yes. the poppy rockness to it. So I'm kind of on the fence. I like them. No, They're I, in there. Uh, okay. Let's put it this way. There's a lot more injustices in, in the Rock in the rock Hall of Fame than that. Yes. Moving on. Like this one. <laughs> Janet Jackson. Yeah. No. Nasty. No. Wardrobe malfunction. No. What does she do? She's she's Michael's sister. Well, she gave um, 
Paula Abdul a big break, you know. Like I said, choreography she, 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 no, um, unless, I mean. Yeah, unless I'm missing something too, unless, you know, like Lady well, she Gaga had one, and people like that. I mean, that no, are she had one big, hit, one big album, but, and, she, and then she, and then what happened? I mean, she was good for like two years, two, three years. She had like, she was kind of the hot, hot commodity. And then where? There's no sustainability. She didn't do anything for anybody. Eh. Or, as my dad would say, the uh, Swedish version yeah. of Janet Jackson is Janet Jackson. <laughs> That's a funny one, bud. <laughs> All right, moving on. Stevie Nicks, solo, not yeah. with Fleetwood Mac. Yeah, no. I say, Neil, I agree, agree with you. I don't see how she's getting in as a solo artist. No! Age of 17... Done. Great song. That may be on that singles yes. thing. But no. Not even then. But I'm going I'm to give and take she Stop a, dragging my heart around. She, okay, once again, she was with Tom Petty. That was a Tom Petty song. Leather and Lace. Once again, she was with Don Henley, a Don Henley song. Should I continue? Because here's what I'm going to tell you right now. What? She, tell me. <laughs> I'm getting a little excitable, folks. Do I, if I'm too loud in the speaker, I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm, I'm calming down. I'm going to take a little sip, sip of, 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 of bourbon right now. Cheers. Talented voice, great thing. But she's been on Lindsey Buckingham's um, Oh, Kyle forever. Oh. Yes, she'd be nowhere without. I mean, she she doesn't she doesn't write produce. She doesn't do anything. She's a, she's got a, a unique voice. Neil, we are in violent agreement. Stevie Nicks. All right, I, all right, I, I got to calm down. Oh no no, we're just getting started. <laughs> Next, the group. This is, this is what you wanted at me from this. You wanted me to get my. Uh, Blood going, didn't you? Oh, I'm a little instigator. <laughs> Radiohead. Now, you might know them from the song Creep. Right. And probably nothing else. Right. They, they were in the grunge era, right? Or no, 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 no. They, 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 they were out of England. They kind of, they, they actually were the counter to the grunge era because they were more electronic music with, with a kind of... Uh, so more in the country western. No, 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 no. I, more they, pop, rock, dance club? I, it's hard. It's just Radiohead. It's really hard to uh, describe. But, but um, yeah, once again, I am not a big fan of them. I But I have a lot of respect. Like this OK Computer and... Uh, Pablo Honey, Pablo Honey, like the big albums, like. But what it did, it that that Radiohead and are still around today have influenced many other bands that 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 around them. But not me. So not I you. give it a. I'm going to give it a thumbs up. I, I, I do, and I and I do have a couple of Radiohead CDs. I actually see that I've saw that I've seen them in concert. Opening for you ready for this? Alanis Morissette. Would you go to that concert? Interesting, Bill. Uh sure, yeah. No, are we you... went with Randy and Tim. Well, with their, with their first wives. <laughs> oh, good thing I didn't go. It's the fact you're the last man standing. Exactly. Now. It was. It was. It was. We went. We went. That was. Got to Alanis Morissette and Radiohead opened up. Very good. All right, moving on to our next group, Roxy Music. So that's Brian Ferry, right? And their big hits, "More Than This," uh-huh. "Love Is the Drug." Yeah. They were part of the new romantic time in the late 70s, early 80s. You've done some research here, my friend. I have a new romantic playlist on my iPod. Uh-huh. <laughs> and I love it. And I know Duran Duran was really into them. Oh, Roxy, yeah. Who is the, who, who's the producer of this album? Of these albums? I don't know who. Brian Eno. Oh, Brian Eno. I have heard of him. He went on to do U2. That is right? correct. I no, think, Roxy Music is it. it, it I think it, this one. I'm going to correct you a little bit more. 
Is more, this is really kind of the not go- in front of the <laughs> audience, Neil? But would you call it a what kind of romantic? New romantic. Yeah, this is more kind of the. Uh, they were really kind of more glammy, rocky in the beginning of their uh, of their thing. Look at their um, coming out of the T Rex. T Rex. They they were they're at the um, the David Bowie T Rex that that kind of in that genre more than than and they really early albums. They were some rock and roll, really good rock and roll stuff. But they're, to me, their classic is the album Avalon. Oh, I'm, I'm melted. You just melted. I just I'm, I'm melting into one. Go listen to it, Jake. Avalon, Roxy Music. <laughs> so I think uh, we both give this. A... Yeah, Roxy Music. Yes, and 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 once again, big influence. Big really influence. Big influence. Yes. Which I said they influenced Duran Duran. Right. They're not in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Duran Duran. I'm thinking really? that they should get in there because they've been around a while. They're still cranking out music. I would have They had their big 80s hits. They came back a little bit in the mid-90s. Still put on a great show. Big in the video thing. I know you don't yes. like that. Uh, but talk a, about influencers. I agree. No, I, I, I'm, I'm, surpri- I'm surprised. Durant, Durant. What, how, how many years are they, have they been eligible? Oh, oh probably they, 10 years. They started in the early, like, 80. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah, right. But over 10 Wow. I'm that, surprised. That, uh, that's my new soapbox box issue. Duran Duran needs to be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. All right, just for those who are listening out there, Warren Zevon is to Neil as Duran Duran is to Scott. And that's pretty much our personalities in a nutshell, <laughs> right? Sure. All right, one more group in this year's inductees. The Zombies. You may know them from the 60s hit, Time of the Season. And what else do we know them from? <laughs> um... The Walking Dead. Yeah, no, I mean the zombies. Once again, they are great. And there's a couple of songs that I can't. They get pick this up. from me. I'm, I'm with you. No, they're a great band, but no, they no. should not be in. No. But, you know, here's the other thing. It's like the zombies. They were eligible in 1986. <laughs> Why did it take 30 years to, to get to get them over here? And, right. and if and it like, takes that long, <laughs> you probably don't deserve exactly. it. And we, we could talk about Hall of Fames like baseball, like or. Like, you know, first ballot versus whatever. Oh, don't get me started on that. Yeah, that's on the that. podcast, but... Uh, oh, um... Yeah, we, no we, time for climate change. We'll have to do it again next week, damn it. All right, so All right, next... We got, we got to get this Hall of Fame stuff, more of those things. I love Hall of Fame. You know, you could talk baseball Hall of Fame is like a lot of crap we could... That's, anyway, that's another issue. All right, wrap it up, Scotty. All right, thank you for listening to the OC Bombers podcast. Please share the link. Spread the word, and maybe you'll find us on a new platform soon. Oh, you millennials. And you'll listen. Give us your feedback. Give us your comments. Please listen. Until next time, so long. See you, Neil. Bye, Scotty.